Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today, we're talking with Dr. Daniel Grace of Hamilton Internal Medicine Clinic near the corner of Broderick and Burleson Drive in Dalton, Georgia. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Grace. It's great to be here. Dr. Grace is a board-certified internal medicine physician and program director of outpatient medicine at a new physician practice called Hamilton Internal Medicine Clinic. Uh, Why did you choose to become an internal medicine physician? So that's actually an interesting story. Um, So I was actually originally an ophthalmology resident at the University of North Carolina. And during my first year, I actually suffered a heart attack. Um, You suffered a heart attack? Yes, sir. Wow, really? Very young. You were Mm -hmm. 30 years old. Yep, 30 years old at the time. Um, Completely out of the blue, was on a mountain bike going up a steep hill. Um, you know, had some chest pressure and then went to the doctor two weeks later and ended up having a, um, heart cath and a stent that, that afternoon. 30 years old and you are in great shape. You look to be in, in fantastic shape. Now, see, I've had a heart attack. I had a heart attack when I was 49. I'm 56 now. And uh, I had a, uh, five-way bypass. Oh my goodness. And since then I've had a stent. But and this was back in 2013. Uh, it was a life-changing event for me, and I mm. suspect that you're going to say the same. Absolutely. I mean, after that, I was um, started my ophthalmology portion of my program, and just felt like I should go into primary care. Uh, the primary care physician is the one who really picked up on my uh, issue. Um, you know, got me a stress test, and which led to the heart cath and the stent placement uh, at such a young age, even though it wasn't typical. And that that person was an internal medicine physician, right. so I, it really impressed me and and just helped me to understand the true importance of good primary care. I understand. That is quite a story. I'm glad that you're a, a heart attack survivor, and uh, I want to ask you some questions about internal medicine. How does internal medicine compare with family medicine? Yeah, so the two specialties are quite different. You know, as you know, that there are four different really primary care specialties, and I explain it to my patients like this. Pediatrics mainly focuses on kids. Family medicine, we'll see anywhere from the sometimes even involved in childbirth up to 90 plus. Internal medicine is kind of the adult counterpart to pediatrics. Um, you know, it's really kind of a, a misnomer. You know, I think probably adult medicine would be a better term for the specialty, but internal medicine is what it is. Practically, in our training, internal medicine, we spend a lot more time taking care of elderly, sicker patients. Uh, We rotate through the ICU. We spend time with cardiologists and kidney specialists and lung specialists. Right. I understand. So, so this is like mm-hmm. adult medicine. Absolutely. Internal medicine. That is that is very interesting. Uh, Dr. Grace, who should see an internal medicine physician? We see a broad range of patients. Healthy 18-year-olds who mm-hmm. are just there for their annual exam, need a flu shot, cough, cold, uh, sore throat, runny nose. Typically what we specialize in are taking care of those older patients or even like yourself and myself have a younger who have multiple medical problems such as hypertension, diabetes, cholesterol issues, asthma, COPD. Typically what we do is coordinate a lot of specialty input. So if someone is seeing a kidney specialist uh, and an orthopedist and a cardiologist will look at all the recommendations 
from those specialists and kind of form a cohesive plan, putting all that information and recommendations together to make what we believe and what the, the patient's best interest way forward from that time. Um, so typically we see those folks who have more medical problems and that, you know, reflects our training, um, having experience with those patients who are a little bit sicker or uh, in the hospital more often. When you talk about, you see a patient who's had, who has like many medical problems, uh, I've got a diabetes doctor, I, you know, I've got a cardiologist, so I would be a, a, maybe a patient that would come see you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you kind of put, tie everything together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, tell us about Hamilton Internal Medicine Clinic. How is it different than other physician practices? Sure. So uh, Hamilton Internal Medicine Clinic is actually a resident-run clinic. So resident physicians see the patients. They're the primary caregivers, and then they coordinate the care with the supervising attending physician, such as myself mm-hmm. uh, or one of the other doctors in the clinic there. So that's how it's different. A resident. What is a resident physician, and are they a doctor? Absolutely. So every resident physician is a is a physician. They've completed four years of medical school, gone through all of that training, and graduated. So they are medical doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, most physicians at that point do elect to continue further specialty training, such as in internal medicine or pediatrics or surgery. So the second set of training or residency is what provides the specialty care. Basically, it teaches a surgeon to be a surgeon, an internist to be an internist, uh, or a family physician to be a family physician. Okay. So that is actually where we get a lot of our hands-on training. Is it in residency? Is in residency. And that's what you're doing now. And that's what we're doing now. Generally speaking, the first year of residency is called the internship. That's when residents spend most of their time in the hospital. And then the second and third year, they actually spend a good amount of time instructing the first year residents and continuing through their subspecialty rotations. Very interesting. So we had uh, 2,700 applicants for 12 positions. 2,700. That's correct. It's incredible. Um, It's a very good program. And so, you know, what we've seen so far, we're very encouraged by the number of applicants that will be coming in. But basically, we use a a smattering of of different criteria to try to pick the top two or 300. Right. Um, And then last year, two to 300 live interviews actually at Hamilton Medical Center over a period of several months. And then after that point in time, uh, the hospital will rank the top number of residents uh, from one to 300, whoever they interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, individual applicants will rank their programs for one to however many programs they interviewed. And then a giant computer at the graduate medical education office matches these names and hospital systems together uh, in, a, in a giant ceremony called Match Day. Um, it's a big celebration for medical students because they find out where they're going to go to residency. And, you know, some programs don't even fill all of their positions. But like I said, we were very fortunate uh, to have a, a large number of applicants of well-qualified. We're very happy with how things turned out. Uh, the residents are great physicians. They're very eager to learn and have, have done a good job um, in the few months they've been here. So it sounds like that uh, you picked the cream of the crop. or We, we got some great residents. 
Yeah, we were very fortunate. Like I said, most of the residents um, are uh, very well trained coming from all across the country, various different programs. Most of our second year residents are actually were physicians in other countries, practiced for years, completed their training and wanted to come to the United States. So actually have to go through uh, residency a second time in the in the United States. So they actually have a great amount of experience and have been attending physicians in other countries as well. So Hamilton is a teaching hospital. Correct. That's absolutely right. So we have the residency program. Um, we also host a, a large number of medical students. Those come from a couple different sources. Uh, the Medical College of Georgia being one of the main contributors. And then we um, also have the Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine, which is in Atlanta, that sends us students as well. And those students will rotate in our clinic as well, uh, work with the residents. The residents will have opportunities to be uh, not only learners but educators, uh, which is just as important to training is to learn how to teach people well um, as it is to learn the information yourself because that's what they're going to be doing with patients. Well, that's, that's true. And then you said after first year, a lot of the second and third year uh, mm-hmm. residents will help those those that are just coming in the program. And then when you get these these doctors from other countries that have to go through the residency program, that is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. It is because they bring so much in terms of just breadth of experience. So some of them have actually been physicians longer than I have. So Really? Yeah, it's incredible. That yes. is that is incredible. That is great. That's so interesting. The residency program, uh, teaching hospital, all this, I'm learning so much today. I'm glad that you're with us, Dr. Grace. Tell us about Hamilton Internal Medicine Clinic. What kind of services do you provide at the clinic? We work on um, doing a lot of preventative health, so things like cancer screenings, immunizations, trying to keep people healthy in the community, not just treat the disease, but also be proactive and keep people from getting sick to begin with. Uh, we do our uh, medical Medicare wellness checks, Medicare wellness exams, annual physicals, but we also spend a lot of time taking care of patients' chronic medical problems. And as, you know, our community continues to age just as it does across the whole country, you know, that's going to be much more important uh, to be able to coordinate care among multiple chronic medical conditions with multiple specialists. In addition, we do spend a lot of time doing coordination of care with patients who've been in the hospital, who've been seen in the emergency room or urgent care. So we actually have a resident team in the hospital who admits patients and takes care of patients directly. They're there all the time, every day, um, day and night, taking care of those patients. And so a lot of the time, just like with any community, making sure that things that are supposed to be done in the hospital and are set up actually get performed once they're back home. I see. After they go home from the hospital uh, and, and they get home, you guys still work with them and help them. Absolutely. And a lot of times, you know, if somebody has an orthopedic issue or a, a heart issue or diabetes issue, they're given, you know, sometimes two or three referrals to specialists uh, that may be started on three or four different medications and have a, you know, a complex home regimen. Um, when they come to the outpatient clinic, we're reviewing all that information, making sure that they were able to schedule those appointments, helping them when they're not being able to, sometimes contacting those physician offices directly, then reviewing all the information information that was done in the hospital, um, if there were any outstanding blood work that needed to be done or follow-up CT scans or x-rays, making sure those things get performed, basically coordinating that into one package so that the patient's care is, is appropriately carried through that entire 
time. And, you know, studies have shown in, you know, personal experience, the better job we do of doing that, the less likely patients are to end up back in the hospital, uh, either from heart failure or COPD or even just medication complications. Um, it'll prevent bad things happening down the road. So getting that early appointment uh, for a hospital follow-up or emergency room follow-up can be quite preventative and um stave off a lot of issues down the road. Yeah, I would imagine. So so um, you, you guys can talk amongst yourselves, get second opinions on, on a patient, and, uh, and really, really make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. So the residents see the patient as their primary caregiver, just like any community physician. Uh, the residents are in the, in the residency program for three years. You know, many of those may stay on even later in the community. But during those three years, uh, the resident will see the patient just like any physician would. And then uh, they will come and present their information, their findings to myself or Dr. Masson, who's another physician in the clinic. Sometimes we'll actually present that information in the room with the patient so that they feel involved uh, in that process. And when we do that, it actually gives another set of eyes to go over everything. And I know you probably feel the same that, you know, when you have somebody else looking over your work, they can always pick on, on something that you didn't uh, see the first Every time. Every single time, yes. So it's really helpful to have that second set of eyes looking over all the information. Good. That's good news. What about insurance? You, you got self-pay? Do you have insurance? You, you all take a lot of different insurance, I'm sure. Absolutely. You know, we operate just like any other uh, primary care clinic in the uh, community. We take uh, self-pay patients. We take Medicaid, Medicare, private insurance. Uh, we'll even work with uh, folks who are um, on the needs-based program as well. Good. That is very good. Um, it, it's wonderful. And I know that uh, right now in our community, there's a need for more internal medicine doctors. And so it's great having you guys there. Absolutely. You know, as our community uh, gets older and, you know, they're more complex patients, the older in life and the longer in life that we go, uh, internal medicine physicians are just going to be incredibly important in keeping this, this whole cohort of um, folks healthy, uh, long into life, preventing things um, as long as we can so that, you know, that the years that are there are not just years, but they're enjoyable time as well. Dr. Grace, it was great having you as a guest today. Thank you so much for letting me come on the well, show. I'm glad you did. Thank you for joining us for Health for Life today. Had Dr. Daniel Grace on the air. A very interesting interview. Uh, if you'd like to have more information or for an appointment at Hamilton Internal Medicine Clinic, call this number, 706-226-8990, 706-226-8990, or visit hamiltonhealth.com slash internal. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System. This program in no way seeks to diagnose or treat illness or to replace professional medical care. Please see your health care provider if you have a health problem.